So I'm on my back and I've taken off my pants because it's hot in there and I'm in my boxers and I have a t-shirt on and she's on top of me and like, I don't know, whatever it was, the sweatpants, whatever. And we're having a great time and feeling connective. And then, dun, 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 dun. The front door of her house opens and this guy walks in and I look over and I see him and he looks down at me and then he looks up at her and then I look up at her and then she looks over at him and then I look at him and then he looks back down at me again and I'm like, oh fuck. Hello friend and welcome to the Eros Rising podcast, a podcast for men all about sex where we'll combine real, authentic, down-to-earth conversations about sex with some pretty wild personal stories and practical how-to episodes as well to help you have the most amazing sex life you can possibly have. My name is Taylor and I'll be your host on this journey. And in each episode, it's my goal to give you practical, actionable things that you can start doing today to improve your sex life and to improve your entire life. So let's begin today's episode by taking a deep breath in together through the nose. And exhale with an audible sigh. Thank you, friend, for being here, and let's begin today's episode. So for this episode, I'm here again with my friend John in Asheville. Thank you again, John, for being here for another episode. It's such a treat to share these stories with you. For sure. It's such a treat to to listen to what's been going on in your life, find out new aspects of you, and uh, find out more about these, these realms that you've been exploring. Yeah. And you ask really awesome questions too. You really do. And I appreciate them. And for anyone listening, John is a coach who helps people navigate their own life in a whole variety of ways too. So if you resonate with some of the questions he's asking, his info will be in the show notes as well. So thanks for being here, John. Yeah, for sure. Let's get to it. What are we talking about today? Sexual scarcity versus abundance mindset. What does that even mean? Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to summarize that. <laughs> when, I, when I think, when you say it, when I think of sexual scarcity, I go, oh, um, no one likes me. There's not going to be, there's not going to be a woman for me. I'm never going to find anyone. Uh, and sometimes I'm with a partner and I think, oh, I don't really want to be with this partner, but no one else will want to be with me. So I'll just stay with this partner. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Versus the, the perspective that there's how many billions of people on this planet I think we're at eight and a half now. Every time I've broken up with somebody, eventually I've found somebody else who I like, who likes me. So like chances are good that abundance, at least in that context, exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some numerical abundance. Yeah. And this story is a really unique story, though, where it comes down to some deep inner psychology and how we respond to challenging scenarios around scarcity, if you will. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's all take a deep breath in together through the nose into the belly. (sighs) On a dark and stormy night, I wanted to have sex. (laughs) Not true, um, but actually, I'm sure that has been true many times. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. In this story, again, actually, it was after I had that traumatic breakup that I talked about in the threesome. Uh, but it was well before the threesome happened. Like when I was kind of in the throes of this traumatic breakup process and I wasn't really, yeah, treating myself well. I wasn't doing the practices that I normally do, that I normally teach. And I was just kind of like fucking around, 
you know, and I had this sexual fling thing going with this one woman and it was like not consistent at all. We didn't have a clear relationship structure. It was just fun. And I thought she was sexy and it was like, you know, just kind of mindless, honestly. And I remember there was this one night where I was at my house. I was about to go over to her house and I was in the kitchen with a buddy of mine and we were talking and I said, man, I'm so excited to just, I'm going to, I'm going to get laid tonight. You know, I had that mindset. I had that mentality. Like I'm so ready to fuck. I'm so ready to have sex. Like tonight's going to be the night. I'm looking forward to it. And so that's the, uh, that was the expectation that I had going over to this woman's house. Like, yeah, tonight's the night. We're going to have sex. It's going to be awesome. And I get there and everything's great. Uh, everything's great. I show up, we're hanging out. It's her roommate and her and I and the living room and her roommates working on a project, like some collage thing or whatever. And this woman and I, we start just hanging out, talking, doing our own thing and it feels good and connective. And we start doing some acro yoga. And then for our listeners, you want to share what acro yoga is? Man, I don't yeah. know if I could actually describe it really well. It's basically like, it's kind of, it looks like gymnastics, a lot of times there's somebody, well, usually there's somebody on the bottom laying on their back with their feet straight up in the air and the other person is balancing in some way on top of their feet. Like uh, when you're, uh, you're a kid and you're being flown like an airplane by your parents. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So I'm on my back and I've taken off my pants because it's hot in there and I'm in my boxers and I have a t-shirt on and she's on top of me and like, I don't know, whatever it was, the sweatpants, whatever. And we're having a great time and feeling connective. And then- Dun, 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 dun. The front door of her house opens and this guy walks in and I look over and I see him and he looks down at me and then he looks up at her and then I look up at her and then she looks over at him and then I look at him and then he looks back down at me again and I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, this is one of those things that happens in movies. This is one of those things. This is the thing happening right now. Oh, shit, this is the thing. Spider, oh, spider sense tingling spider sense tingling also like i could see the look in her eyes switch from a little bit of confusion to a little bit of frustration i thought and internally like i felt that too but i was like i don't even know what i'm for like is he here for her is he here for the roommate like what the fuck you know and then the woman on top of me confirms my fears and she says to the guy like oh hey oh so like good to see you like jumps off of me real quick runs over to him gives him a nice hug and in my head i'm like what the fuck what what like we didn't have a clear relationship structure but like surely on a date with this person another guy isn't going to show up who i didn't even know was in the picture you know i didn't know she was dating other people maybe this does turn out to be a threesome story let's find out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and then she like she greets him and i he looks over at me with a little bit of like curiosity um and she comes over to me like hey taylor uh hey, do you want to go back on the back porch and talk for a second? And I'm like, all right, damn. You know, in my head, I'm like, sex ruined. <laughs> no sex tonight. Or at least like there's some awkward shit here that we're all going to need to talk about. And also in my head, I'm like, this guy still doesn't exactly know what's happening here. You know, I don't still exactly know what's happening here. So there's still some room for, I don't know what, I don't know what, but I held on to some sort of like possibility. I guess you could say. And <sighs> I got to tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've held on to possibility when that <laughs> existed. I'm really curious to see what happens here. Yeah, we go back to the back porch 
And I'm like, I say to her, all right, what's going on? Who's this guy? And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't tell you about this. I've been seeing this other person too this whole time. Like, I just haven't told you. He wasn't supposed to come over. We got the dates mixed up and he's, he's here now. I don't know what to do. Uh, and internally, I could feel the part of me that, that wanted to go towards the angry, like, you fucking idiot. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? You know, like, you didn't tell me about this guy. Like, he's just going to randomly show up at your house. Who randomly shows up? Like, I started, I could catch myself starting to go down that pathway of anger or frustration, you know, and, and that catch, you know, they say freedom is the space between stimulus and response, right? So that catch, me catching myself going down that pathway, I had another thought. And my thought was, what if something positive could come from this? You know, like, does it have to go negative? No. Okay. And then that what if thought was the doorway that led me to some other thoughts. And I remembered that her roommate earlier was going to take a bath. And I had this little seed of a thought like, oh, okay. And by the way, I, don't have, I have no previous relationship or thoughts or connection with her roommate whatsoever, right? And I had this totally outlandish thought while we were back there on the porch. And I said to her, hey, seeing as this guy doesn't know who I am, he doesn't know the context of our relationship, there's still some possibility here for something else to be going on. So what if we go inside and I say, hey, so I say to your roommate, hey, I'm still down to take that bath with you if you want. And she was like, I was saying that almost as a joke, but still with some amount of seriousness in it, expecting her to be like, no, that's my roommate, you know, or something like that. But she lit up and she smiled and she's like, that's a great idea. <laughs> she's out the escape door. Yeah, escape door. Um, and then my immediate reaction was like, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I'll try this. Like, and then not knowing what her roommate was going to say, like, and what a fucking strange, awkward, potentially awkward thing to be asked by a guy you don't really know very well in your house. Who's here to date your roommate saying he's ready to take a bath with you. And, and who hasn't want to wanted to pull the switch at some point in their life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I go inside, we both go inside and I say the thing I say, Hey, um, I'd still be down to take that bath with you if you want. And she looks up at me and she's like, oh yeah, that'd be great. I'll start the water right now. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Okay, cool. And I, like, I go, I say hey to the guy. I'm like, hey man, how's it going? Like, I'm Taylor. And we introduce each other and exchange, you know, like niceties and have a little connected moment. And there's like, there's an immediate obvious release of tension in the room at this, you know, and, <laughs> wow. but inside you, you must be really excited. I'm excited. And I'm also, there's still some like nervousness, like what the fuck is happening here? You know, this like, am I in a movie? Like, is this actually happening? Is this fucking for real? You know, mm-hmm. like, and yeah, that was going through my brain. And so it gets better. So we get, <laughs> I get into the bath with this person who I have no prior connection with, but I think she's gorgeous. I think she's really attractive. And meanwhile, the, this woman who I was intending to have sex with earlier in the night, she goes into her bedroom with this other guy and they start hanging out and doing whatever it is that, they were, that they're doing. And now I'm in the bath with her roommate. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. like, Holy shit, this is crazy. And so we're in the bath and we start talking. We have some nice music playing. And again, a candle 
if you can't tell I'm a fan of candles and I have some candles here filming right now with mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. um, I, we just, we keep talking and there's this little awkwardness inside me. Like, what the fuck do I say to this person? Like, mm-hmm. so I say, Hey, um, what, um, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> smooth. Yeah. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. I'm really actually not good at smooth talk, you know, for all this sex ed stuff that I put out there, like flirting is really not one of my strong points, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I say, what, what do you like? What do you hope to experience? Like, what would you like to experience, you know, tonight with me? Mm. And then she looks at me and she says penetration. And I'm like, excuse me, (laughs) what internally? I'm like, what the fuck did she say? And so what I actually said was, Oh, what do you mean by that? And she's like, I'd like to have sex with you. (laughs) I'm like, what? This has got to be a fucking dream or like somebody's staging this thing. Certainly this is staged, you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't. This is full on, full blown movie or yeah. crazy TV episode. Yeah, right? and this is why this is an episode of just like some you will not believe this shit kind mm-hmm. of entertainment. Like this is something that actually happened to me. <laughs> Hasn't yeah. happened since, and it gets better. It gets better. So we finish the bath and we get out of there and we go into her bedroom. Meanwhile, the other two people are in the other adjacent bedroom doing their thing, mm-hmm. and probably not acro yoga. Probably not acro yoga, some other form of <laughs> yogic practice, <laughs> you could say. And we go into this room and yeah, we're naked and we start having sex. And it's like, at this point, to to try to kind of take a step back for a second, remember this was a point in my life where I was like freshly out of a traumatic breakup and I wasn't doing a lot of my practices and I wasn't feeling really good in my body or exercising or eating good foods at all. And I was kind of like an internal energetic mess. And this person was really, really attractive to me physically. And I couldn't get out of this sort of like porn style mindset. Like I really had to work to stay present with them, to not ejaculate, to just like be present in the experience of connection with them, like way more so than I normally would. And it was this wake up experience of like, Oh wow, Taylor, you have like fallen off the bandwagon of all these practices. It's time to like step it up again. But in the moment it was what it was, you know? So we had sex. It was sweet. It was fun. It was connective. It wasn't the most amazing sex I had ever had. I'm sure it wasn't the most amazing sex she'd ever had, but what was the most amazing thing about it was having sex with her while her roommate and the other guy were in the other room. And yeah, it was just a mind fuck the whole thing. And then we finished sex. I do ejaculate in this scenario. And we all four of us come out of the bedroom at the same time somehow. And then we all go out on the front porch and eat ice cream together and talk as if nothing had happened. (laughs) We don't address any of it at all. (laughs) We just eat ice cream and talk about stupid shit. And then I hug everyone and go home. Well, it's quite a night to remember, huh? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That was uh, some crazy shit. Yeah. Well, uh, you did say this was uh, edutainment. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, what's the nugget that you've learned in this experience? The nugget that I really learned in this experience was n- noticing the 
internal, like how attracted I was to going down the pathway of anger and like how attracted I was to like making somebody wrong or bad for being the source of my anger and how ultimately unnecessary that actually is. And even like, it didn't get to the point where I got angry and had to actually discharge it. So I was still in the spaciousness between the stimulus of the guy walking in and my response. So I had choice. So the nugget for me is really just like diving into that space and noticing if I'm about to go down a particular reaction, can I do something else that would actually be more advantageous for me and everybody else involved? That's not getting hooked by the desire to be right or correct or to make somebody else wrong or bad or something like that. Because like that night could have gone totally differently if I said, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, why would you do that? You know, and like stormed into the living room. Like she didn't tell me about you. You don't know about me. Like train wreck. And it was unnecessary. It was just unnecessary. I think not only that, but you got a better night out of it than you originally planned because it was so um, uh, unexpected. Yeah. It was so exciting. Like you've got set, this story is, is, is unbelievable actually. I'm, yeah. if, if we weren't, if we weren't close friends, I'd be like, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. You know? And still telling it right now, I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And every once in a while I see one of these women around Asheville and there's just like this smile, like this knowing smile of this thing that happened, you know, at least I'm making it mean that who knows what they're actually, Mm -hmm. who knows what they're actually thinking, but that's what I'm making it mean. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was a trip. Mm. That was a thing. And we did have like the three of us, a text exchange afterwards and it was all good and everybody was grateful and everybody felt great about it. So another scenario that ended really well. And there was, this is an interesting example because there was zero intentional conversation about any of it. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but it just lucked out. And now that guy and I, he still lives in Asheville and we're friends. And every once in a while we like joke about it and be like, Hey, do you remember that time? Yeah. That was some crazy shit. Yeah. Does he know the whole truth about it? If he, he does, he, if he's listening to this now, he knows, right? <laughs> he does know. Yeah. He does know the whole truth about it. We've mm-hmm. talked about it and mm-hmm. we've had some good laughs about it mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Ooh, good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so if you're listening and you like stories like this let me know because this is still the the kind of figuring it out phase of this podcast there's a couple different styles of episodes there's the interviews where i interview guests there's the personal story episodes like this and then there are the practical how-to episodes as well like what causes premature ejaculation and so let me know give me some feedback what do you like do you like this kind of episode what do you want more of i've got endless stories You know, one story that I'm planning on sharing in the next month or two is the time when I went to an anal sex party in Asheville, which was nuts. (laughs) I'm looking forward to hearing about it. That's for sure. That actually happened. That's another thing where I'm like, wow. And I'm realizing like most people in the world just this is like, that's not even a possibility in their mind of something that could even happen on this planet. Like and fucking anal sex party. Are you serious? Like what? Who goes to something like that? me. Um, (laughs) who else goes to something who throws something like that? You know, what's the intention? What happens there? Like, yeah, so many questions. So (sighs) thanks John for being here. Hey, thanks for having me again on the show. Yeah. Thanks Mm -hmm. everybody for tuning in. I look forward to your feedback and 
Thanks for letting me share this story with you. It's fun and uh, a little vulnerable, but ultimately fun. And I hope it serves your life. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day and rest of your week. And if you like this story, please share it with one of your friends, spread the love, spread the word, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you, friend, for listening to this episode. I have one request before you go. If you got something useful, if you got something valuable from this episode, please take a moment right now to go to Apple or Spotify and leave a review of this podcast. That'll be really, really helpful. And it'll do two things. Number one, it'll let me know that you actually like this podcast. Number two, it'll help more people find this podcast. And I think that's really important because I believe we all need to be talking about sex more. So the more I share, the more you share, the more we all talk about this, the better everyone's lives will become all around the world. So thank you. Thank you for sharing this wherever you share it. Thank you for your review. And if there was anything about this episode that really hit you, that really struck you or impacted you, please shoot me a message too on Instagram or with an email and let me know. I'd love to hear how this has impacted your life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Cheers to your success. Cheers to your pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you.